Oh, man, you got the house, the car, you got all that stuff. You've achieved it. There you are, 35, an unparalleled success. Wow. You did it. Let's talk about that. Bam. Just like that. Another week is gone. Another seven days of your life have been lived. How does it look when you look back at that? You're all excited. You're like, oh, man, I can't wait for next week. It's going to be even more amazing than last week. Oh, yeah. Really? I don't think so. Come on. Let's be honest. I mean, if we can't do anything else, let's just be honest with ourselves. There's probably a good chance you've reached your pinnacle of success. From from where you are right now, if you're 35, 40 years old, you have achieved everything in life you're going to accomplish when it comes to, I mean, there's some small benchmarks. There's some stuff like you, you might end up debt-free by the time you retire. You might even retire, but between 40 and the time you die, for most of us, there aren't any other real shining achievements in our life. Pretty much, we sit back and we watch our children grow, and then they have kids, and we watch our grandchildren grow, and then... Well, eventually, we die. And of course, according to the, the standard, and don't want to get any business on this one, but according to the standard, you, uh, you have achieved it. You have done it. You are successful. Man, it's a good thing you're having so much fun. <laughs> this is it, right? Look across at your neighbors. Hey, Bill, how you doing? You rocking your world? They're like, hell yeah. Mowing the lawn on Sunday. I wait till, I wait till Sunday because I'm an original. I mean, I just, I don't know. I got, you know, I look at it and I think to myself, am I crazy? And and I guess given all of the effort I put into this and, and the things that I think about, and I think maybe, maybe I've lost my friggin' mind. But logically, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, this conversation is about, about where you are in your life right now. I mean, I'm just sharing with you. It doesn't really matter to me. It's not going to change my life at all because I've still got a bunch of stuff to do. I think by the end of this year, my life is going to completely transition again into some other aspect where it's even better. And it's like, wow, wow, it worked out pretty good for us, didn't it, Sandy? High five, right, baby? And there you'll be. You'll still be waking up on Sunday going, another, I don't want to go to work. What do I have to do today, right? Got this long list of crap you have to do. All I'm saying is, you, um, I mean, you've did all that, right? You've did it. You, you, you grew up. You graduated. You got a job. You have the family. You have the kids. You, you understand completely what it's like to live the American dream, and you have the debt to prove it. And of course, I'm the crazy one because I'm sitting here going, "Okay, how much fun are you having?" Everybody's like, "Well, you know, why? How dare you ask me that? How dare you ask me if I'm having fun? Of course, I'm having fun. Get out of my face." I, I don't even have to say in case you don't believe me, because you don't. The truth is, where you are right now is pretty damn comfortable. And more than that, because you you did it, you, you've acquired all the assets of success according to the blueprint that you inherited, right? You, uh, there's not really any real need for you to go beyond that, right? You, can, you got the job, and it's supposed to last the next 30 years. And of course, you have the house and, and all that stuff, and you have that list of things you have to do. And what's really cool about it is you, you've you adapted to it. You are right there where you need to be. You know, I don't mind mowing the lawn. And, you know, I kind of like cleaning the garage. It kind of feels like a sense of accomplishment. Compared to what? To unplugging the toilet? Compared to what? Compared to 
snowboarding or surfing or spending time in Hawaii or traveling the world or accomplishing something that you had dreams of when you were young, but those dreams soon and very quickly dissipated into who knows where. And of course, it, that's not really your fault. I mean, who has time to think about dreams? I mean, you when you're right in the middle of the biggest dream you ever had, the biggest dream you ever came up with. Right? I mean, the big dream, right? When you were a kid, well, I want to get married and I'm going to have a nice house. And oh, yeah, I'm going to have me a garage. I'm going to work on cars and and I'm going to be just like my dad and I'm going to work hard every day. Not to suggest there's anything wrong with the people that you emulate, except for they're like the people that they emulate, which happens to be pretty much the same people as everyone else around you. You're, You're really not like doing anything that impressive i think that's what's ironic about it is that we've been convinced we we we're actually convinced i mean this this conversation here's probably irritating somebody you're probably thinking who the hell is this guy to tell me criticize my choices in life well the reality is i'm not i'm not criticizing your choices i'm just pointing some things out to you guess what they're not your choices they were handed to you just like they were handed to your neighbors there, Mr. Original, Mrs. Mrs. Doing It My Way. Let's talk about the simple fact that, all right, okay, you came along and you grabbed a hold of this idea, regardless of where it came from, and you accomplished all of those goals. So you do, you do see what I'm saying. You did it. What now? And, of course, I know it's, it's hard. It really, it's hard. It's like, I mean, what do you mean? What do you expect me to do? What do you want me to do? Sell my big house and go buy an RV? What do you want me to do? Just get rid of everything and and travel around the country, change jobs, face some scary changes that I don't even, I don't even believe. I can't even imagine. Yeah. I mean, why not? Let's face it. We're... You take a look at the news, spend some time on the news. They have uh, they have definitely established with us that the world is coming to a friggin' end. I'm sure there are some religious groups out there talking about the second coming. Oh, this is revelation. This is the end, right? What's ironic about that conversation or that, that fact is that amid the fact that we're looking at the world and we're saying, oh, my God, Russia's going to nuke us. Oh, my God, we're going to war. Oh, my God, the storms, we're just waiting for the locust, for the plagues, right? And then guess what we do? All right. Hey, good morning, Bill. We go back to our mundane lives. We don't have any kind of real fear of it. It's just this idea. And really, when you think about it, what does that amount to? Well, it's just a distraction. It's like, okay, all right. Yeah, the world's coming to an end. Oh, wow. Look at that. Yesterday, I talked about the uselessness of of information. I mean, it's just... The idea that we take this information in and we we watch it and we follow it or we engage in these activities. And, and the truth is they don't actually do anything to benefit us. Think about all of the things that you've done in the past seven days because we're at Sunday again and you're getting ready to start another wonderful, amazing adventure called your work week. What are you getting for that where you can say, yeah, you know what? I friggin' I'm rocking. I got some I'm getting some energy from the things I'm doing. I'm getting some energy from the experiences and what I'm learning and, and I can't wait till I get there. And really that's that's the ticket. I that's let's forget about all the previous judgments I've made about the American dream and the choices. Forget about all that. My question is, all right, you've arrived at the American dream. You have all this stuff. What now? 
what's next for you where are you taking it from here is is this it you're 35 uh all right hey honey yeah i fell in love and i got married i had a beautiful wife and i'm i'm a good looking guy now i'm just gonna sit down and turn into job of the hut and drink too much beer and not accomplish anything else in my life except for maybe scoot my kids into graduation and off into their lives you don't have anything cooking that you would love to do. You don't have anything going on in your in your head, in your imagination, where you're like, you know, God, I really want to do that. And guess what? Chances are you don't. Do you know why? The reason you're not moving forward, the reason you're not writing books and doing podcasts and engaging in all kinds of activities that you're kind of curious about, that you kind of enjoy, but you just don't do. You got that guitar, you've been playing music for years, but you can't bring yourself to just go out there and and follow up on it and get better at it and join a band and just go have a little fun. Why do you suppose you can't do that? Come on, I'll give you a minute. You know the answer to that. The answer is you can't. You, you, You don't have the resources. You don't have the time. You don't have the money. And, and more than that, you, you really don't have the motivation. So I think that's, that's really the, the, the caveat of this whole strategy that we have. We, we jump out in it, and we're all excited about it. And then when the new wears off and we realize what we've done is just created a bunch of debt, we've locked ourselves into a long list of obligations. I mean, and that's irregardless of whether we truly like them or not. Let's face it. I mean, because it's easy to be who you are. My question is, why is that? Why why is it so difficult for us to affect change and extend our, our reach beyond our current existence? I mean, let's face it. The week went by. What things this week, this past seven days, did you do that actually t- is, is in the process of taking your life or your life experience in a new direction that you've never been in before, creating something in your life that you've never done before, never experienced before? Truth is, chances are you haven't. I mean, aside from stepping out on a limb and looking at that menu at the at the Starbucks and saying, "You know, I th- I've never had that drink before. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it." And your wife's over there. What? You're gonna do it? Oh yeah, living on the living on the edge. You're gonna buy some sort of coffee product at a, an inflated price, and and then that'll make me a badass. Don't think so. You get you get my point. I think I I think I've I think I've illustrated the point of this. Let's talk about what what's possible. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a millionaire, right? I'm not. I don't. I don't necessarily want to be a millionaire. I, that's not my goal. My goal is to wake up and say, hmm, what can I do that improves where I am? What can I do to add some energy and some inspiration to my life and and let's face it the truth is regardless of what you do in life and i don't i pretty much don't care who you are with with few exceptions and that those being things that just really inspire you i will never stop playing the guitar and and i sing too and what's funny about that is i sing and i don't even care if the world thinks i sing good or i don't that's that's not the issue the issue is i love how it makes me feel to sing and more than that i love how inspiring it is for my soul the energy that i get from it so that's those are some of those things that will never go away but from the smorgasbord of opportunities and choices we have in life most most adventures only have about a one or two year lifespan Right. I mean, and ours, Sandy and I, when we travel, I never would have imagined that we'd be on the beach in Florida 
I mean, we are in heaven when it comes to vacation spots. And there I am. I'm thinking, you know, all right, it's been four months. What do you want to do now? And even now, we've been on the road seven years, and we are in Grand Junction, Colorado. And I'm looking at this this arrangement that we have, and I'm ready for some change. And, of course, we're taking action on it. We're actually selling the RV. We're changing our life. Is it scary? Yeah, yeah, maybe a little bit. We've we've been facing change so much now that we realize change is actually not something to be afraid of. It's something to be embraced. Why? Because there's good energy that comes from change. And more than that, that energy extends to every aspect of your life. Think about it. What new thing, new challenge have you had to face in the last seven days, in the last 14 days? Selling your house, getting rid of everything you own, and hitting the road? Wow. Sounds cool. Kind of like sounds something out of a movie, but that's what I'm talking about. How do you get that ball going? How do you get started on that? Well, I guess maybe the first thing you have to do is you have to take a look at where you are and go, you know, okay, we we did it. You did it, right? You're right there where you're supposed to be. You're just like everyone else. You got that house and all that stuff. And what now? Have you, have you thought about that? I mean, dig back. Think back to before you got 20 pounds overweight, before you started drinking a 12-pack of beer a night, before you decided that the most exciting moment of your life is when you finally doze off in your recliner. If the world is, in fact, coming to an end, and it, and as ugly as things are going on around us, you know, I, I don't know, my thinking is maybe you should have some fun before it all comes to a head because let's face it you got the car the house you did that right you got the debt you got that job that sucks or maybe it doesn't suck i don't know but my point is you did it i keep blaming this whole scenario on on the media and the amount of information that we have because that's really the truth there are two there are two things that work that work against us for us and prevent us from being able to actually go out there and capture it right the one is ourselves because we adapt right so no matter how bad your life is i mean no matter how much struggle you face what's ironic about it is it you can eventually find happiness and it comes from just accepting where you are it's like well you know right now we have all of this so that's just that's just it suck it up buttercup right and then the other thing is you adapt to it, even if it's really crappy, you just, you know, you're just like, well, you know, it's not so bad. And of course, so- social media helps. Having friends helps because then you have a comparison. You can say, well, you know, yeah, we are, we are, our life is sucking, but we're still doing better than those people. So, and that of course is the, that inspirational caveat that allows us to go ahead and keep rolling on our path. But can you imagine if you pick something so far beyond where you are right now and then you started thinking about it and just what if in it and having a conversation with the people you love and saying, you know, it's scary, but I mean, you know, what do you think? And and then guess what? In in a short, short amount of time, guess what? You'll be sitting right back where you are right now. And you'll be able to say, wow, that was crazy, wasn't it? That was nuts. But guess what? We friggin' did it. You know what we're talking about here? We're talking about the winner syndrome. That's why we that's why we stand behind groups of people where, you know, our favorite political uh, candidate or our, our favorite sports team, right? We we stand up for certain ideals. It's because it feels good to win at life. 
And because the status quo, the standard that we inherit, doesn't actually create a lot of that. Because let's face it, if you're like most people, you have reached your limit of credit, you've reached your limit of income, and you've reached your limit of time. And then, of course, you don't have any energy. I mean, you wake up on, you'll wake up tomorrow morning, on Monday morning, you'll wake up and you'll be like, crap. Drag your ass out of bed, get you some coffee, no enthusiasm. You get into, head into work, hit traffic, and you're grumpy, and you get to work, and you just do that thing. But, and, you know, of course, this is the, this is the debate, right? We well, you know I'm doing good. You know, no, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'm having a great time. Compared to what? Compared to the person in accounting who makes half as much money as you? I mean, yeah, oh, yeah, I make a good chunk of change, right? But if you change that comparison, if you change that standard for success for yourself and stop accepting where you are right now as the pinnacle of your achievement, maybe start dreaming a little. What do you suppose is possible? I talk about simple things like the relationship. I mean, I don't know. I, I went to an RV show with my wife and a couple things happened. We went to an RV show and for the first time in our lives, we went to an RV show, all these cool things. And again, we didn't want any of it. And what's funny is that same experience happens when we go to Cabela's and we go to different different venues where there's the opportunity to buy. And it's like, yeah, you know, I don't know. How do you suppose that works? It's because we did it. I know what that's about. I'm looking for bigger stuff. I'm looking for stuff that I haven't done. I'm looking for the opportunity to look at my partner and go, damn, that was close, but we did it, right? I'm looking at things that actually inspire me where I'm scared, kind of like kind of like this podcast. Every time I sit down in front of this microphone, I get a kind of knot in my stomach because I don't want to fail you. But guess what? The truth is I can't fail you here because you're under not only under any obligation to follow anything I say, and I'm not asking anything from you. So I get done. And I'm like, yeah. And then I listen to the podcast. I'm like, damn, Chris, you were in great voice form on that one. Crazy? Maybe. I don't know. But there is a chance if you really kind of spend some time stepping away from what you believe just long enough to think, you know what, this next week, I wouldn't mind adding something that's uh, kind of interesting to my life that I've never done. And who knows, maybe maybe next Sunday we could be sitting down and I can be talking and you can be like, you know what I'm talking about? I did it. That's where that energy comes from. That's where that inspiration comes from. That's where living your best life comes from. All it takes is two words to get it going. What if? What if you didn't own that big house? What if you were not in debt? Just, I mean, that's a big what if, right? What if you didn't owe anybody? What if the car was paid off? What if the house paid off? And of course, the first thing that I get from that is, well, you know, yeah, right. Yeah, right. No, of course. You think it's by accident that the one thing our children aren't being taught in school is financial responsibility? I mean, it seems to me, given the economic status of most people's lives, right, you, uh, you'd think that maybe our educational system would be like, hey, listen, you guys need to know how to manage your money. But why doesn't that happen? Well, there's a couple reasons, and I might be jumping out on a limb here, but if I taught my, if the world, if the United States started teaching its kids 
fiscal responsibility, budgeting, how to plan for purchases, how to evaluate whether we actually need something, guess what? We wouldn't be running out buying a bunch of crap that we end up sticking in boxes in our garage, in our closet, right? All kinds of crap we don't need. And of course, the downside to that is this this whole system wouldn't work quite as good as it does. You wouldn't be over there scratching your head going, I don't know what he's talking about. I'm doing great. I mean, I'm 35. I have I have this amazing house. I have a really cool truck. My wife is beautiful. I have two kids and I have this lawn. I mean, what what more could there be? Which is exactly my point. You want to get started on it? Start with what if. When you started on moving your life in a new direction, what if? Go back to when you was a kid, just before you acquired your first debt. Think about all the things you dreamed about doing before you actually jumped into what you're doing right now. Because here's another point to consider here. How much how much fun are you actually having? How much fun are you having doing the things you do? How inspired are you by the life you're living? And what's cool is it doesn't take much to get that ball rolling. The problem is we're not being taught how to do that. In fact, we, the only thing we're we're actually being taught, and the system is built into this, is that you know once you get to this point where you have the house, the car, the kids, and all the debt, that's pretty much it, man. You did it, right? You rocked your world. You ready to get moving on it? It's really simple. You can rock your world in three steps. Let's talk about it. Holy cow, this might be the Sunday that changes your life. No way. What? Yeah, three steps. Three simple steps to change in your life. Wherever you come up with it, the first step is simple. It is it is the what-if question. It is getting an idea in your head about something that doesn't currently exist in your life, some experience or some thing that doesn't exist in your life. Maybe it's the idea that you have a short-term plan, you're going to get that car paid off. Because you could really you could really use that extra 500 bucks. I mean, it'd be cool. You could have that. That could be your nest egg for, for other big dreams of other big what-if questions, right? You kind of have to pick it. And of course, my suggestion would be if you if you're having trouble trying to decide what you might want to what if, it would be something that where you're like, no way, but you're kind of excited about it. It would really be cool. Kind of like well, kind of like what Sandy and I are doing right now. We we love the RV, we love RV life, but we're kind of getting excited about having a condo or an apartment in a in a in a resort community. You know, I kind of thinking she was talk, she kind of pushing the edge on it, kind of getting me excited. She's talking about how cool it would be for me to have my own studio where I could do my podcasts, I could do videos, I could just be into all the crap I'm doing, right? Once you pick it, you get get excited about it. Then you build that story around it. Once you, because let's face it, anytime you've had a great idea in your life, anytime you had something going on in your life that you're like, you know, that's going to be cool, you know, like vacation, you know, you're heading out, you're going with the girls, you guys are going to, to the coast for a week, just a girl's week, right? Just hanging out with your college friends, whatever. You get an idea in your head about how cool it's going to be. And that's that drives it, right? That all of a sudden makes it real. And then the final step and the sim- and is to just take action on it. And what's cool about it is if you have picked the right thing, something that inspires you, if you have 
created a story around it. You have an image of what it's going to be like and how amazing it is, how cool it is, how much it's going to benefit you and add energy and excitement and inspiration to your life. Guess what? You will find a way to take action on it. I don't care what anybody says. This is this podcast is going to impact the world. This podcast is going to change the world. Why would I say that, given the fact that I only have, what, I have 38 followers? Uh, hell, that isn't nothing. That doesn't matter to me. I'm just, I'm just keep, I keep focusing on what if. What if this is the one? What if this is the one where somebody says, you know what, he's right. I can't wait to get the book. Someone that you respect, someone that you appreciate, someone that you value their opinion. Can you imagine if Elon Musk or Oprah Winfrey said, hey, listen, have you listened to this guy? He really makes some good points. Doesn't matter what the story is. Doesn't matter whether it's even true or not. I mean, the world's lying to you all the time. You might as well do a little lying to yourself if if the outcome is that you can wake up one day, look back at the last year and go, damn, that was friggin' amazing. Can you can you believe it? I mean, we friggin' did it. If this doesn't make any sense to you, let me just bring it back around one more time. If you If you don't believe in what you're doing, if you can't get inspired by what you're doing, you will never do it. Doesn't matter where that inspiration comes from. Doesn't matter whether it's some bullshit lie, like I'm telling myself this story about how amazing my podcast is going to be, or that some famous person is going to acknowledge me, and the next thing you know, I'm going to be on national TV. I'm going to be syndicated. They're going to give me my own show. You know, whatever whatever that takes. If you don't have the energy and the foresight to get excited about things that you haven't accomplished yet, I guarantee you will never accomplish them. If you can't create the inspiration around something that doesn't exist and hold that level of energy long enough for you to get up every day and chase it and chase it and chase it and chase it, it will never become part of your life you will never reach a point in your life when you're going to look back and say damn look we did it say what you want about where you are right now i get that right you can you can be in love with your life you can even say you know i'm I'm happy that's not the point the point i'm making here is that no matter where you are in life right now no matter what you've already accomplished There are millions, literally millions of other opportunities for you to continue to grow and grab more energy and inspiration from the world around you. Where does the problem come in? The problem comes in with our ability to stay focused on those ideas, those plans, those what-if moments where you sit there with your partner looking up at the ceiling in in bed at night talking about, I don't know, hon, I mean, I'm not sure. Do you, you think? I mean, yeah, we paid the damn truck off, didn't we? Let's go for it. Let's go for it. Let's pay the house off. Listen, I'm going to go ahead and sacrifice because the plan is I can see what if we had the truck and the house and the car paid off, then what, right? Makes it a hell of a lot easier for you to make tough choices like say, hey, listen, I'm going to pick up a couple extra shifts on the weekend so I can, and we'll take all that money and we'll put it towards our dream because, you know, what what if it does happen? Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Then all of a sudden we could like we could go on big vacations and we could do those things we dream of doing. 
you've done what you set out to do. You have definitely uh, captured the American dream. What's next for you? What's your plan? What is your plan? And the cool part about it is if you have a partner, if you have someone you share your life with, you have power times two. You have someone over there to what if with. Can you imagine where you can go? If not, you'll probably never get there. I don't know if it sounds like I'm coming at you pretty hard. I am. I'm just, you know, I'm just looking around. This is what happens when you when you cut the reins off and you stop worrying about what the hell people think. Because I don't have anything to lose, right? I'm not asking you for anything. I don't have to give you your money back. But the reality is this. You're 35. You're 40 years old. You've done it, right? You did it. You, you did that. You got that package deal, the, the same package deal that your mom and dad had, the same package deal that your friends and family have acquired. So it's not like you've, you've accomplished anything amazing, but you've definitely reached that benchmark. You did it. What's, what's next? What's next? What, what thing are you looking at now where you're saying, no, we can't do that, but what if we could? No, that's not possible, but what if it is? That's where it starts. And the problem that we face is that we're not geared towards that. The world doesn't want you to be that person. The world doesn't want you to wake up inspired and excited about your life. Because guess what? If you start looking at you, you're going to figure out that a lot of the stuff they're telling you is bullshit. You start looking at you, all of a sudden, you're going to realize that, you know, wait a minute. Maybe I don't need a garage full of crap I don't use. Wait a minute. Maybe... Maybe I don't need to grow a crop no one eats. Huh. Something to think about. Either way, I'm keeping my train on the tracks. That's what this is about. This is about me thinking about what I'm doing and sharing it to make sure that I don't go off into the ditch, that my my train don't derail because I get some crazy-ass idea or let someone influence me in a way and I lose sight of where I am and where I'm going. Doesn't matter where your life is right now. Guess what? You did that. Maybe it's time for you to get up off of it and start thinking about where you can take it before you run out of time. I got a big day ahead of me. Got some stuff to do. I hope you do too. Hey, listen, do yourself a favor. Do the world a favor. Don't forget to launch every action, every choice you make from a platform of kindness. It will make your life better and it will make the world better. Dare to dream. Dare to step beyond your box. And I guarantee you can take your life anywhere. Until next time, my name is Chris Hawkins, and this is your best life defined.